I know we've got many, many artists in Gauteng, but just sometimes you've got to widen our horizons and we delve into what happens in the rest of the country, which today would be George of all places. It's not that we're jealous, you see, because we're very spiritually mature here in <laughs> Gauteng. But I, may, I might be a little jealous when I speak to Delana Uister and to Rikus Jung all the way from George. Hello, guys. How are you doing? Very good in yourself, Janine. Hello, Janine. <laughs> Fine okay. and fabulous. Thank you very much. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I like that you don't introduce yourself because you can't tell the world that I'm so awesome and fabulous. So I'll get Rikus. Tell me who Delano Eustace is sitting right next to you. If you had to introduce the man to this country, who is he? Yes, okay. So first of all, he's a very good-looking 16-year-old. Um <laughs> First time I met him, I thought this guy is like like a supermodel or something older than me. And then I realized, hey, he's actually just like a very young, full of wisdom type of lacquer <laughs> Um that uh, yeah loves Jesus a lot and uh, loves the Bible a lot, loves the Word a lot. Like he's very wise in that. Um, I get my theology questions from him, like my answers. <laughs> and uh, yeah, um, he's just an all-around great guy. And, um, yeah, a good friend. And um, I love working with him here in the youth. So, yeah. Um, and he writes amazing songs. Like, may I say so myself, like, top world-class songs. Like, really, straight from heaven. Like, so, yeah. That's the Delana, Delana, you should keep yeah. this guy. He's, he's great for PR, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he's paying me. Paying very well. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Delano is going to make millions of bucks with his music, and he can pay you even better. But Delano, now you have the privilege of introducing Rikus as well. Where does he fit into the picture? He is an amazing, amazing 27-year-old who I met last year, September. Um, and I thought, this guy is such a quiet person. He's an introvert, obviously. And a week later, I very quickly realized he's not an introvert. He's an extrovert. <laughs> when I think of Rikas, he's helped so many churches and he has done so much for youths and has an incredible heart. I think the first thing you notice about him is his heart for people. Um, and he has incredible drive. I've never seen anyone with so much drive to really... Um, go after the kingdom. And the one thing he does extremely well is if he gets knocked by something or if um, he say, for instance, quote unquote, fails something, he says, Jesus, here I am, pick me up, help me, let's go again. And he just, he does, he does, especially with this project as well, he does so much in terms of going after things without any fear at all. He has amazing faith. He's like a, he's like a rhino. If, I could put it that way. <laughs> not the figure, Thanks, the mentality. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully not the figure. Hopefully not the figure at all. He's he's very well built. Donkey <laughs> man. These people from Georgia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, uh, Rikus, <laughs> tell me about the youth, not the youth band. Tell me about the youth of Shofar George Christian Church. Um, I'm very interested to see what kind of atmosphere you have and the kind of people you've got down there. Okay, so we are the best youth in the country. Okay. <laughs> Humble <laughs> much? You have to believe in yourself. Um, yeah, so um, on a more serious note, our youth, um, we, we, when I came here, we were about um, 10 to 20 people. Mm. And um, yeah, the, the head pastor, Omar Kennedy, he just felt there needs to be like a movement in youth. 
And when I came here, um, I, I, I immediately sensed that. And uh, yeah, suddenly, like we had an influx of people yeah. coming before lockdown. Um, we were averaging about 60 to 70 teenagers per Friday evening from, I mean, 10, 20. Yeah. So we, we knew, like, we didn't even do anything. There was no cool strategy in place mm-hmm. or promoting ourselves outside. Um, and God sent, like, his people. He built his church. So, um, and with that momentum, Holy Spirit also started moving in our youth. And mm-hmm. people started getting free from anxiety, depression, and um, yeah, so you're asking about the atmosphere. We really always open for the Holy Spirit's voice yeah. and for him to come and speak to us. So um, we have structures and all that in place, but he has the final say. Absolutely. And we we depend on him for every service. So mm-hmm. every service looks different. Yeah. Um, we have an awesome calendar and all that. But um, yeah, like um, Friday evening at past, um, there's a, a lot of people that just came forward to the altar call um, to get free from depression, free from hurt, free from um, like lies the enemy has over them. And um, yeah, um, so we have an awesome youth and it's also fun. We play table tennis, yeah. we drink coffee, we do crazy icebreakers. We had a twinning is winning theme this Friday. Um, one of the guys dressed as Superman. And um, Supergirl. And Supergirl. You know, Was it Delano? No, the is <laughs> into that stuff unless he has a girlfriend, which he doesn't have yet. So the twinning is winning will still come. <laughs> <laughs> Only for the girlfriend, bro. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's new news for me. That's that's good. <laughs> but yeah, so we have our youth is vibrant and it's growing. And um yeah, we we like now we just to be good have to be faithful and good stewards just Absolutely. to put the right stuff in place to actually um, properly disciple um, our youth um, because Shofar's mission and vision is is to to reach the nations and the generations yes. through discipleship making, leadership development, and church planting. Yes. So that's our aim with youth as well is to actually raise people up. We we're not chasing numbers, but no. we're chasing <clears throat> quality. Jesus had mm. twelve disciples, and they changed the world. Oh, wow. So. Um, but of course, if the numbers come, we're open for we're that. Delano, so, yeah. <laughs> how did you end up there? Well, that's a good question. We came to the church as a family, as the Eustace, in 2016 in June. I've been in the church since then, went to the kids' church. This was before the church even expanded. And then in 2017, amazing stuff started happening. And the church got bigger and more people came and the worship team grew. And then I joined the worship team um, on violin and started playing in the in the main church band in on violin and then fast forward 2020 Rikas came September everything changed God did an amazing work in the youth and ever since then I've been part of the youth band and the youth okay well the thing about a youth band actually any worship band in a church um, is you've got this whole dynamic of musicians together and a stage yeah. And you've got this job to lead the worship, but there's still a dynamic of artistry and excellence and, and even quote unquote performance, you know. So I want to, yeah, I want to ask you, Rikus, 
Um, because if there's one thing that, to me, when it comes to youth and, and young people getting together, of course they're going to have lots of fun, but they want the real thing, you know. You can entertain them that long, and then sometimes, yeah. somewhere, there's got to be something that's, that's real, that the power that they see is real, Holy Spirit, undiluted, and, and word that yes. is real. So, so getting to Come the on, music, please. music tends to reflect the spirit of that church. So the youth band, tell me about the band, the people in it, and the dynamic between the group and the music that you guys are creating. Yes, I, and I just I agree like, fully in what you just said. Yeah, absolutely. I love that um, <laughs> because yeah, I'm just to uh, touch on what you said, um, entertaining people out of youth. Um, it, entertainment is good, but if, it, if you only build your youth or your church on entertainment, you will mm-hmm. always have to entertain. And there's always going to be someone with more budget and more money in another and place. Better, yeah. And uh, so if they entertain better, youth will go there. But what we really... But my heart for our youth is is Jesus, like take the wheel. Like we depend fully on you. And we I try to transition that into our youth band as well. Um so let me begin like this. Our youth band, um we we realize okay, people are writing songs and there's there's messengers coming out of these songs. So this is like a little background story of, of how we came to our band name, which is Messengers. Um so we have this question like um we can think of someone right now that needs hope. But for that person to actually receive a message of hope, we need messengers. Mm-hmm. So that's how we came to the name. Like we need to be messengers. Yeah. And we say like, we are messengers. We will go. And our message is in our music. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how we hope to reach the youth and the people of us, of, of our country, as well as the world. Yeah. Um, if God wants to do that. So um, our youth our band consists of, about eight people, six eight. people. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know the numbers. Hopefully we don't miss some of them if I listen to this. We love you guys. Um, so it's Abby, Jody, Ilani, Ilani. Marlies, five. Yeah. Uh, isn't that it? No. Then Ma- the other Abby, <laughs> Powell. And, and if we miss someone now, that will <laughs> kick us. <laughs> Stephanus, Hannes. Storm now, yeah. yeah, on the media team as well. So that's about nine members, all in all. Yeah, and if we miss someone, we're so we're sorry. sorry. We love you guys. <laughs> but yeah, so we come together every Thursday evening. We practice. Um, yeah. We, uh, yeah, we we focus a lot on relationship, absolutely, and then also a lot on not only ourselves, but to hear what Jesus says. Yeah. So that's something I really try to, um, yeah, to yeah. implement. And uh, yeah, just to keep a momentum around that, from because our um, the gener- new generation we tend, and even our generation, my generation, we tend to focus a lot on ourselves and Absolutely. what we need and what we want in our little world and our Facebook and our Instagram. Yeah. But in the end, it's like, hey, God, what what matters to you? What's on your heart? Yeah. And that's something like I really feel our band, our youth band, also like they. They're on a fast currently, yeah. if I can say that. Four day fast. And it's not something I implemented. It's literally our team leader, Abby um, Colby. She's like, we want to go deeper into yeah. what Holy Spirit wants us to do. Yeah. And we want to see power and miracles in our worship and yeah. for our youth and for our generation. Yeah. Um, because music has the power to change hearts and uh, the atmosphere. Because it's not a, it, you're singing words into the spiritual realm. 
and it changes something. It Absolutely. does change Just something. So yeah, I hope that answers your question. <laughs> okay, I happen to know Delana and his family. And even before they went down to uh, George, coming from Gauteng, had lots and lots of discussions, and they've been through such a lot. Um, so Delano, the thing that happens when you're part of a, a family that genuinely loves God, that is serious about the word of God and wants to do God's will seriously, is that the kind of discussions you've got between those four walls where no one else is around, you can go really deep yes. and you can ask the hard questions and all that kind of thing. And then what we found many times, and I'm specifically <coughs> talking about young people and in youth and there, is that um, that not many families do that, that it's not a general uh, thing, that when you start talking to yeah. other young people, they don't even understand what you're saying and they it's not important to them to be talking about jesus yeah. and 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 wondering about things going deeper you know was that a yes. frustration to you as well when when you started connecting with more young people or do you have many many young people around you who are really serious about god's word and curious and fascinated about about what he reveals about himself uh, that is a that is an excellent question. I have so many people around me that I'm blessed with that, um, not just in Shofar, even in the youth band and so on, but like people just generally in my life, the friends that I again it comes from the family that I that I am in is so is so well grounded, um, and my parents are um, so influential with with in my life that it just naturally pours over me without me even thinking I sift the friends that I have. So I'm really good. I'm really blessed with amazing um, friends who really love Jesus um, and are after his heart. But that's also just a handful. And definitely wherever I go, it's hard to have a conversation um, about the thing that I'm most passionate about, which is Jesus and um, being so just curious and being a lover of the word there's i rarely like generally outside of the few friends that i have have had any conversations with someone my age who um really sees the world the way i see it and experiences jesus touch um in in their lives and and um the holy spirit's influence in their lives and really yields to the holy spirit um so yes it is definitely frustrating to the point where I would write a song like this just to get that conversation started so that someone can realize, oh, hold on a minute, there's more. What is this nonsense about just being a teenager and having mm. mood swings and going through life grudgingly, um, having no purpose? That's nonsense. There's yeah. so much more. Yeah, and, and, and there's no need to be... Uh, the other day, I spoke to someone, and he's also a pastor in our church, Luke, and he said... Do not despise your age, Delano, just because people tell you you're young. And I absolutely agree with him because David was 15 when he started, defeated Goliath. He was 15 when he was behind all of that. He was seeking God in the secret place. And that is what I feel. That's what's lacking. And yes, it's absolutely frustrating, but we can do something about it. And that's why um, I wrote the song as well. Come on. But Delano, I don't know that you've got music in your family. I don't know that that either of your parents are musicians. Where does this music come from? Okay, so neither of them are, to be honest, if they're hearing At this. All. Sorry, mom. <laughs> are, the, are the best musicians in the world. But that they love music. 
<laughs> they do. But my grandpa plays good guitar and so on. And, you know, it's here and there. But I think God just took a piece of DNA and he just went, that's, that's going to be music right there. And he just, yeah, I think that's just a gift that I, that I got. It's definitely not a theme in the family that's like super prominent, you know. <laughs> it was a present, a present, like a surprise for Delana. A- <laughs> but how did you figure out you got it, Delana? Where, where did you start tinkering with this music? Did you try an instrument yeah. or where did you find out you could do this? Yeah. So, again, we're drawing a line back to my parents. When I was six, my dad said, you are going to play violin. And you're going to play till eighth grade royal schools until you are 18. And you will do it. That's the one thing I will lovingly force you to do. I despised him for three years. And then after the fourth year, I realized what he was doing in my life was actually amazing. And I started loving violin. So um, I've been playing violin since I was six. But when I was 12, um, I picked up an acoustic guitar with three nylon strings and I tuned it. Um, and, and I just started because violin is an incredibly complex instrument and it really teaches you amazing skill in terms of um, flexibility in your left hand and so on. And so I picked up the guitar and it, it was super easy for me. And I just fell in love with guitar and started writing songs and writing songs and writing songs. And that just um, for the past three, four years now? Yeah, four years. That's all I've literally been doing every day other than schoolwork. Yeah, but I'm thinking that a violin is rare. You know, if you want to be in the church band, you won't have competition if you're doing the violin. Everybody plays the guitar (laughs) and everybody plays the keyboard. (laughs) There'll always be a space for that romantic instrument and everything. But I am curious, the first song that you wrote, can you remember it? Oh, wow. Yes, I can. Um, the first song I wrote is called, was called Anchor. And, um, and it's about Jesus being uh, the anchor for our souls. And um, I still have the voice memo somewhere on my phone, I think, uh, on my old phone. But, yeah, I can remember the first song that I wrote. The first song was actually on that very guitar two days after I picked up the guitar. Um, it's not that. It's, I wouldn't consider it my best work at all right now. <laughs> But the message wasn't too bad. It was a pretty, pretty decent message. Foundation. Yeah. Okay, but what's the first song then that you actually went and now you're going to play it for someone? Or did you play that that first song? Did you take it to your mom and dad and say, here, woohoo, here it is? (laughs) The first song I think I played for them um, was a song uh, that I wrote last year um, in a a season where I was um, feeling really. Uh, at the beginning of the year, I was feeling really just not discouraged, but bored. It, that's the right word. I was feeling bored, not with Christianity or with my faith walk, but just with stuff going that it, it needs something needed a spark. Mm. And so I wrote this song called um, uh, Heartfelt. And that song is really, um, I think it's Psalm 139. I could be wrong, but it's about my heart burning for Jesus um, and 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 wanting to see him in my life like way more than I than I was seeing him, or at least just to illuminate my eyes to that. So yeah, that was the first song that I played. My parents, I think, was heartfelt. Okay, but here's the thing: is it not only takes guts. There's a reality whether you're a songwriter that actually writes good music or you mediocre like so many other people. And that first yeah. feedback that you start getting, that you start realizing the stuff that's coming out of me 
is at a level that people actually want to listen to. Was that? Tell me about yeah. that thing. Who, whose eyes lit up okay. first? Because your parents are—they compulsory, you know. They've got to sound impressed. It's their job. <laughs> but someone else. W- when did you realize yes, you this is this is good? People, yeah, you of all people would know. My parents don't just give out compliments. They're really, um, yeah. My dad. My dad immediately noticed well there's something here and if my dad does then i take it seriously because he's like he's my biggest critic as well as being um my best supporter he's also my biggest critic so he will not say something is good if it's not good so i took that pretty seriously but i think outside of my parents for the first few months i was like i'm just trying songs and stuff you know and then i played it for like um four of my friends and they looked at me and they were like whoa, this is extremely good. And they're, they're, they're like uh, not muses at all. But generally, if you play it for, I found that if you play it for someone who's not necessarily a muser yeah. and they hear it and they go, wow, it's because it speaks to their hearts and they realize, oh, this is anointed, you know? Um, so I think it was for a group of my friends that I played it for last year was, was, was like, I played two of my songs. This was after Heartfelt. And they were like, dude, this is really good. And then as more people, like, we would have guests over on weekends and stuff. And then I would play the songs for them. And, and then the, the one time, um, uh, my, my mom's cousin, uh, Liesl, she actually came to our house where we are currently living at last year. No, at the beginning of this year. And I played a song um, for her called uh, Pull Me Closer, um, which I wrote at the beginning of the year. And she just broke down in tears and she started crying and I was holding her in, in my arms and everything. And it, she just started telling her story of how broken she was and how they had a lot of, their family had a lot of money, but she just felt so empty. And this song really spoke to her and we could share Jesus to a cousin of my mom that had never experienced Jesus before because wow. of a song that I wrote. And that's when I realized, okay, but this is more about, me just being an artist this is about god's destiny for me this is bringing hope you know and that's when it clicked Mm, okay so one day when i'm big i'm gonna say i know delana uister gonna look very good on my cv one day um rikas before we get into the song i've got many more questions to ask you many many more but it's really ridiculous we have to get to the song now you see but rikas if people want to get hold of any of the music of shofar uh i'm sure you've you've got it all together at one platform somewhere Yes, so um, we have one landing page for that, and it's our Instagram handle, which is at Messengers RSA, um, at Messengers RSA. So you will find us there, or you can go to our Amplified George um, handle um, or Shofar George. Um, So you can just put that in on on Instagram, and you'll find us. You'll be connected Mm. to the page in one of those three. But mainly Messengers RSA. Um, so it's quite a new page we launched. Um, we'll, we'll be sharing all the updates and all the links um, yes. on there, um, which will be available from 12 November. Um, yes. Then you can see everything there, music video, um, presence, the song, yes. um, which would be available on many platforms. It's still rolling out, um, but it's already available on Spotify, Spotify Apple Music. Apple Music and these are yes. If you can't spell messengers, yeah. it's all ease. Messengers, and you'll get it with lots of S's and stuff. M E S S E N G E R S. And they're so and young RSA, and they can spell muy much. <laughs> <laughs> so also, yeah, we um, also have shofar band, 
which is our um, show for us main band. Yes. So people can also go and listen to their music. They're quite big on YouTube and, yes. and Apple Music. So there's quite a few albums and songs that they can also listen to. So it's not only the youth band. There's no. a lot, <laughs> lot more to it. Stuff but wait, now. there's more. <laughs> okay, Delana, we're going to play this song. It's called Presence. But I want to ask you, when people listen to the song now, what's the message that you want them to get when they listen to the song? Be transformed by the presence of God, and I hope that you experience a burning bush, I am Yahweh experience with God himself when you listen to the song, and not just experience goosebumps and, oh, this is an amazing song, but what the presence, the manifest presence of God does when it enters the room because of Jesus' finished work and having torn the veil the access that we have now to experience the presence of God and be transformed by it, a radical encounter.